Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We are the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have really enjoyed listening to us throughout my house. I actually went to my Hey Google Play Cannabis Talk 101, the podcast, and it popped right up. And my kids looked at me like, hey, Daddy, that's cute. And the Pop Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman. They were so cute with it, and it was awesome. So if you have that, all you got to do is shout out, hey, Google, play Cannabis Talk 101, the podcast, and we'll come on. Make sure you check us out on our IG pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more on our personal lives. It's at Cannabis Talk 101 or at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. And of course, little brother is at Waslaw. That is Mark Wasserman. And big brother is at Waslaw Dog. That is Craig Wasserman. Blue, who's out sick today. We send our condolences to him and his brothers uh, in the hospital. So he's dealing with some family issues right now. But Blue's at one Christopher Wright. And I'm at Joe Grande 52. If you want to see my little rascals and all the fun stuff that I do, please come aboard. But you really want to learn the script go to pop brothers at law today you guys uh first off how you guys doing mark and craig doing great doing great awesome wonderful, wonderful you, i'm day. staying in shape you're staying in shape you're still staying at home and going on your long yeah, walks uh, and my if i got I'm up to 20 laps in the pool from three wow really is that at one setting you can go 20 laps in one setting i'm gonna be rich Whoa, watch out michael phelps <laughs> <laughs> You're going to join the Senior Olympics. Well, today, you guys, we've got a special guest on the show with us. It's Kyle Turley. He's an activist. He's an entrepreneur. He's representing that IE. You can find him on IG at Kyle underscore Turley. He's a former Aztec and NFL offensive tackle who played nine seasons in the NFL with the Saints, the Rams, the Chiefs, while, of course, suffering some injuries like most players do, but a bad back one in 04. He's
He's been a country music star, and he's recently made the news after saying cannabis is the cure for COVID-19, and we're definitely going to talk about that. But welcome to the show, Kyle. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, guys. I really appreciate you having me and the opportunity to get on. No doubt. It's great to have you. And, yeah. And before we uh, get you on again, and of course, you've been a uh, part of the family with Cannabis Talk 101. And of course, Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, which, you know, you've already done a lot of things with us in the past, but it's great to have you on the podcast now. And before we get started with the show, I want to ask you, Kyle and, and you guys, because we have a former NFL player on with us. What sport do you think is the hardest on the body that could benefit the most from using cannabis to recover? I mean, we're all going to agree that every sport you play would benefit the most. And we all know that. But if you could just pick one and say, what sport would that be? Let's start with you, Kyle. What do you think? Well, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a contact sport guy. So and then understanding the medicinal side of this and how it's dealt with me personally and all of my injuries and especially the most uh, you know, important one or the worst one that I had. And that was the injuries to my brain uh, and, and that the reality behind traumatic brain injury and the neuroprotective aspects of cannabis are, um, you know, something that can truly revolutionize healthcare uh, when it comes to TBI. So football, of course, from a former NFL player is always a good answer. Mark, what about you? I got to say uh, MMA fighters, I would think, you know, with the just the the kicking, the punching, the knees, and just the the brutality of that sport, you know, just trying to beat each other up. I, I you know, and I and we've we've interviewed some MMA fighters who have turned to cannabis uh, for recovery, and I think uh, that that's a sport that desperately, well, desperately. Nate Diaz, who we've talked to several times, and before his last fight was quote unquote smoking a joint at the weigh-in, but it was really as we found out, you know, CBD. Yeah, but it's just so true. Fighters at UFC, that's a great one. What about you, big brother? Yeah, I mean, football's got to be at the top of the list being it's such a contact sport, but we also have, uh, I mean, we interviewed a World Series pitcher who broke his arm throwing a baseball. I mean, so I, I just, I, I, Joe, it's an unfair question. They all need it. I don't think there's any tier that you can have of who needs it more and I knew you knew I was going to go down this road, but you know, Joe, every, you know he can't every, make a decision. He, he can't sport. make one single decision. I don't need to. Why should I have? <laughs> because, you can't force me to do that. All these right. sports needed. You know, obviously some aren't as high contact as football, as MMA, as boxing, but but they all need it. They all they all are getting uh, you know. Brute, pounding on the their, body. Yeah, correct. You know, it's so. funny when I started with this question and when I thought of it earlier, I go, Craig is such a Sammy Davis, meaning he's got his tap shoes on. He could never give a solid answer. He just tap dances around it all. It's funny when I think about it for some crazy reason. I, I, I agree with everyone, and I agree with you, of course, Craig. Everybody needs it. And of course, Kyle NFL and Mark, you're right, and, and MMA. But I think, personally, Wait, Joe, what about you? Yeah, what do you think? I Make think it Ready? I know. And here's right. That's what I'm saying. Make a choice. And my choice would be, I really think motocross and motorcycles, because I think of these guys that are on motorcycles. Uh, that's brutal too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And when they have these accidents and this and that, and it's like, if these cats can't benefit from it, from the tailbones to the wrist, to the heads, to everything about it. <laughs> my first thought was motocross and people that are riding these motorcycles. So it's just crazy to think that the NFL now has what well, matter of fact, Kyle, Let's just jump to that right now. What is the stance right now with the NFL and cannabis? 
Uh, well, just recently, the new collective bargaining agreement has been agreed upon, um, and that is now going to put the NFL into a scenario where players will no longer be suspended for using cannabis, um, and they really want to know and understand why they're using it, uh, which you know lends to the medicinal conversation, which is where it needs to go uh, for all of this to move forward. Um, you know, and the, the progression of this could lead to, uh, especially with a sport like the NFL towards a dropping of schedule one on cannabis for more research um, in that now we have, you know, these closed environments with, um, you know, these individuals who are uh, very much alike, but from all different races and backgrounds. Well, maybe a couple <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and the opportunity that you have to put a hyper focus on a sports team um, is something that, that could show, you know, true data and, and um, you know, an opportunity, especially in the neuroprotective aspects of this. You have a lot of anti-inflammatories. Uh, you do not have any neuroprotective opportunities to uh, apply uh, in emergency scenarios or just in, uh, you know, protective uh, measures. And so, you know, as this moves forward, uh, the NFL now will no longer be suspending players for cannabis use. And you're going to see a stark contrast contrast between the teams that have the opportunity uh, to use cannabis freely versus those who don't. And let me ask let me you, ask, Kyle, do you think more players are going to be smoking freely with that being said? A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, I smoke, I, you know, understanding the cannabis plant and, and, and how it operates. Uh, you have to understand that. Um, the, you know, the importance of, of what each strain does is uh, very real, um, especially when applied as medicine. And I have certain strains that I use daily and I have to smoke them. That's the experience that I've had. I use CBD daily. I use Rick Simpson oils at night, every night now for the last uh, almost a year. I've been using Rick Simpson oils every night as well. And the you know, applications uh, applied correctly in, in this, um, you know, must, uh, you know, be understood. Uh, it's not just, I, I'm not just using random things, uh, you know, like these people who make up these conditions out here, like CHS and these hot shower diseases. Uh, this is, you know, because we're going to random infused dinners or we're just, you know, eating some random edibles and uh, we're just smoking random cannabis. Uh, as players have the opportunity to use this fully, uh, I think smoking will be the number one choice because it's the most immediate and more so people are finding their strains. You know, Kyle, you, you're talking about your strain that you're, you, you found it. What was the process that you went through to find that strain because it's it's not like you know like joe always says he wants he wants cannabis to be like the advil which say hey if you weigh this much you take two pills and this is what you take how did you figure out what strain of cannabis was going to work for you uh it went uh, all in man you know just dove in the pool um you know i realized uh, long ago playing in the nfl um the opportunities in cannabis you know just kind of on the surface, you know, every now and then something different would come along. Of course, I'm in these other states, uh, Louisiana, Missouri, uh, Kansas, 
where I played and had my career. Um, and, you know, it was just whatever you could get at the time. So, but still understanding that every now and then something different would come along. And so I, I did understand that I knew that uh, there was potentially through an experience, one experience that I had uh, during my playing career um, where a buddy of mine was in a band and came through town and backstage, of course, after the show. And my wife and I are, uh, you know, partaking with everyone in the in, in the green room there, of course, after the show and relaxing with our friends. And this particular strain that they had just, you know, came back through Colorado with when I was playing with the Chiefs and they were just coming through Kansas City and um, it hit me unbelievably perfect and my wife the exact opposite and no way. Knew that you know from me walking out of there going wow i feel amazing and then looking over at my wife going oh geez, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, one eye's bigger than the other she's all hey different, yeah. different yeah. for everybody I knew, I knew right then and and so i had to go all in and so i just went down the line man just tried them all excellent now now kyle now now this is Big Brother, and, and we've known you, God, I, I think almost day one since we got on Instagram. We met up very early, and uh, it, it wasn't until now. I know we've interviewed you before, and I went, I Googled you in order to prepare for the show, and there's an absolutely awesome Sports Illustrated article of you. And it, it showed me things that gave me the it, – it said things that gave me the chills, actually. And the biggest chill, I think, was – when you had pulled into that convenience store and you pulled over and you were thinking of suicide and you decided, wait a minute, I'll look like a dumbass. This is a quote. If you don't call the NFL hotline, which you helped put together after Junior Seau's death and nobody answered the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. I mean, right. among all the other things that are in that article, that just was like, oh, my God. And that, I think, helped catapult you. And I, I don't know if the other times that you potentially thought of it was after that at some point, but that catapulted you into making sure that didn't happen to anybody else. And uh, you straighten that out, I believe. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, when Junior killed himself, uh, that that was just really, I mean, that resonated throughout the entire league, of course. Um, but I, I had known Junior since I was in college. He was playing with the Chargers and I used to go to his uh, shop with the jock uh, charity events on Christmas time and um, all these other things. And so I knew him. I knew his family. And, um, you know, that one was a real hard one because at the time guys were starting to, you know, fall into this 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 uh, this trap um, and and this disease with CTE and starting to commit suicide more frequently and uh, juniors you know death brought it home more than any because of course I mean how can you consider that you're a first ballot Hall of Famer you've got millions of dollars still no matter how many millions they lost I mean uh, when he killed himself he was at a three million dollar beach house in Oceanside right on the beach you know. I mean, <sighs> um, this this disease is uh, very real, and and uh, not only that though the the medications that we've been applying towards sports injury and going back to that conversation is is the other activator in this conversation here um, in in CTE and these scenarios. Um, you know, I used to con I contemplate suicide constantly, uh, and this was after the uh, um, you know accelerated uh, symptoms of CTE. I was constantly having vertigo. Uh, light sensitivity, you know, just that, of course, then the depression Seizures. and all these things were very real um, and exacerbated uh, tenfold when these medications that I, you know, was being told 
would help. They, they, you know, they really weren't. They were only kind of masking this. And the opiates really, uh, you know, exacerbate the problems in, in traumatic brain injury. I, I truly don't believe anyone that has a traumatic brain injury or has had a history of traumatic brain injury should be using any synthetic medications, you know, even down to aspirin. Uh, these have severe consequences. And I've been pill free for over six years and not thought about suicide once since I found my strain and got my my brain back in order. Uh, the progression of this disease is clearly stopped uh, in my condition, in my case, you know, personally. And uh, every time now that I've gone back every year, they retest me under this uh, NFL concussion settlement. And it's a full six hour BAP test. And you guys are attorneys and you know that. Um, and you know that process of you know individuals that you've represented and how uh, you know, you're trying to defend somebody and saying they've got a mental issue, then they, they put you through the ringer. Um, and they continue to tell me I'm showing improvement. So, you know, That's I know awesome. what that was from and why I was sitting in those parking lots. And it was from this, you know, brain disease and these medications as well that uh, were really making things worse. And, you know, thank God for cannabis. It, it completely saved my life. Kyle, Charlie, let me ask you, as you uh, mentioned, the great linebacker, Junior Seau, do you know if he was using cannabis? I'm sure, you know, intermittently and here and there when anybody had it. Again, you don't understand the medicinal side of this until you have the opportunity to understand it. And it's unfortunate the medical community continues to run from this conversation and not allow uh, individuals to start talking with their doctors about this um, because it's very real. And that goes right along with what we've always said, Joe, that people are medicating and they don't even know it. When they're using it. Exactly. And God willing, we could help more players out. We're going to break real quick. Come back with Kyle Turley. Of course, a former NFL offensive tackle. Played nine seasons in the NFL. He's an activist, entrepreneur. And we're going to hear his thoughts on how cannabis can cure COVID-19. We'll be back real quick. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, 
Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue Joe Grande and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. On the show today, we have a special guest with us, if I can get my tongue out of my mouth, Kyle Turley, former NFL activist, entrepreneur, and former offensive tackle Uh-oh. in the NFL. Now, Kyle, I, I want to get into this, man. You recently made the news after saying cannabis is the cure for COVID-19. Speak on it. Well, um, how is that the case? Uh, the phone the connection kind of broke up there a little bit. Um, but if you guys can hear me, I, I kind of caught that you were asking about COVID-19 and how do I, uh, you know, why am I saying this about COVID-19, that cannabis can cure it? Um, and yeah, right. the, the truth is, is that it can. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know why people want to continue to listen to a crazy football player that got famous for throwing a helmet. Um, this is, this is true science. About that. The, the number one regulatory system in the human body recognized around the world is the endogenous cannabinoid system. It's directly responsible for the immune system. And so I don't understand why, you know, the medical community doesn't talk about this. We're throwing so many things around just randomly with these ridiculous drugs that they've created just in attempt to try and access the cannabinoid system. Hydroxychloroquine is trying to uh, enact and play on the CB1 and CB2 receptor. Every one of these companies from Naramco, which is responsible for all of the heavy narcotics and opiates, that is a subsidiary of Johnson and Johnson are transitioning all of their medications over towards synthetic cannabinoid base. And it's because they know that this works. And yet they're continuing to keep the real thing uh, down for what I got convicted of, basically, and in a personal attack. And I reached out uh, to the Pop Brothers of Law first thing. I, I mean, as an American citizen, I was attacked here um, clearly because of my personal advocacy, which should have nothing to do with my company. Um, and, you know, my, my I've been saying this cures cancer. I've been saying it cures CTE and Alzheimer's and everything else. And now we get here and we're in this scenario of of a simple minor virus, as it turns out. This is something that is only uh, affecting sick people and old people. It doesn't even affect kids. I mean, the the Spanish flu uh, killed millions and attacked the healthiest people alive. And this is not even close to what the uh, influenza A was last year that my son tested positive for um, because my wife took him in because he had a little fever. And the doctor came back and said, you have to tell me what you're doing with your son right now because he's the healthiest person that we have ever seen come in here that's tested positive for full-blown flu A. Amazing. And, wow. and, and, and my wife says, well, we give them CBD every day, to be honest with you. And the, the doctors continue to say, oh, yep, we hear that a lot. Keep doing that. He'll be fine. And don't even prescribe any medications. Uh, and if we could put up the uh, 
testimonials. If Pop Brothers at Law could put up the testimonials of the people that they defend and why they're even in this industry because of these miracles that are occurring with how this is helping people, um, the pharmaceutical industry wouldn't have a chance and they know it. That's why there is still this Schedule 1 uh, status on cannabis. It's completely un-American. Yeah, that, it's it's. Yeah, it's what? such a farce. I mean, and, and we actually last show we talked about I brought up anecdotal evidence. And what what Kyle just talked about was all anecdotal evidence. And now doctors are kind of bowing to that, but yet on the ones out of the other side of their ass they're saying anecdotal evidence isn't good enough. We need scientific evidence, which we really can't get it in the US because it's illegal, but yet Israel, Australia, every other country is doing testing on this beautiful plant that is saving thousands of lives. And we've had had people on here. We've had, we've had young people, old people, quadriplegic. Uh, we, we've had That's... the gamut, the gamut of people who have, who have had testimonials of cannabis saving their life, just as Kyle has. It's just insane that our federal government still is being stubborn and won't budge. I, I just, well, well, no, they, 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 they would rather send a warning letter to a guy like Kyle Turley on, on what in a March 31st, 2020 is when that letter came out from the FDA and the FTA federal trade commission and the food and drug administration uh, attacking you, Kyle. And I, I know I read somewhere that you were kind of looking, looking forward to this and, and waiting for the feds to come and do this. Why don't you speak to that? Uh, and when you got when you found out and first got that yeah. letter, how you well that that came initially from uh, yeah a, a, this was all uh, ignited through a Twitter war. You know, I, I get in these Twitter wars with these idiots out here. You know, <laughs> you guys know it, and and you get in these Twitter wars, yep. and then some of these people, I mean. The only people that have truly had anything wrong with what I've said are people in this industry, which has been amazing for me to see, uh, you know, completely baffling um, as to, you know, people reveling in that another cannabis company would receive a letter from a federal agency, you know, <laughs> is beyond me. Um, you guys know how right. hard we've fought for this. It seems so many people are just taking this yes. for granted now, and this is just their business. Well, this is not just my business. I got in this business because it saved my life and it's saving my wife's life with she's not having skin cancers anymore. My children are the healthiest kids. They the doctors say they've ever seen and refuse to give them the flu shots every year. And I'll be damned if Bill Gates is going to come into my house and shoot my kids up with some poisons. It's not going to go down that way as far as I am concerned. And I'm not going to stand by. And this thing stemmed from, uh, you know, a bullying scenario, a bullying scenario by uh, Twitter trolls um, who have, you know, their own CBD company. They're afraid of the federal government. They're afraid of saying right. these things because then they'll come down on us or the, the pharmaceutical industry will flex on their patents and so will the government and then we'll all be out of business. And well, I don't give a damn. And I really don't care. I, I, this is uh, something that is too important for me to sit on the sideline and say, I'm not going to say anything because uh, if they're going to do that, then they're going to do it anyways. And I'm not going to stand by and just allow them to just have their way with this conversation. I'm going to keep pushing the door in until that chain lock breaks because we've already cracked the door. And uh, that's all that needed to happen. And CBD was the conduit for that. And so why not? You know, and, and furthermore, in this scenario where I've 
you know, reached out uh, to you guys about this be- is because this was a clear cut thing where I was saying to these Twitter trolls, please inform the FDA, I, you know, put me in jail so I can get in front of the media and talk about the truth because I have it. And I am not afraid to talk about it and articulate this message the way it needs to be, uh, you know, articulated and 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 bring some sense around this to get rid of these semantic conversations between reefer madness idiots and those who want to make up a bunch of crap now and say they're a part of this industry uh, and you know yet they're agreeing with that cannabis kills certain people now and you know the uh, smoking marijuana is Where's that worse, come from? making it worse for you to get COVID-19. Are you kidding me? I mean, anything that ignites the CB1 receptor in your lungs is going to, and the CB2 receptor is going to destroy cannabis or the, the, the COVID-19. Uh, I mean, so much quicker than, than if you just sit in your home, breathing in uh, through your mask uh, and continuing to hyperventilate yourself. Uh the the, the, I mean, this, the basic science of this is so absurd, and we adhered to every um, deal. Again, we've been doing this every month, cancer month, traumatic brain injury month, whatever the month was, we've made up these ads that say, hey, do this because, it, you know, cannabis and studies show that this is what happens and this can help you. You know, so why not make those uh, ads to let people know to boost your immune system? I said, an, I put an ad out. I said, crush Corona. I wanted to say cure Corona. My team was like, no, God, we can't. I'm like, what can we do? <laughs> what can't we do? I'm like, well, we can say crush Corona, you know, we can say Oh, man, you're pumping us all up. We're talking to Kyle Turley right now, a former NFL player and current activist, entrepreneur. And, you know, you got hit down from the feds. Did you actually have to separate yourself from your companies because of what you said? And how did you how did yeah, you, you know what I, I, the irony of it is, is that, you know, when it happened, I, I, I had to make a statement. So I did. And I separated myself in that, you know, I'm going to step away from doing this on through my business and just uh, be an individual in this conversation conversation of advocacy um, because of the detriment, you know, the detriment that could happen to it. I mean, that, that the American government and the FDA is more interested in putting people out of a job that are considered essential workers because uh, we're supplying uh, something that can help with this when we've got Dr. Burks and Fauci saying all hands on deck, use whatever you can as long as it doesn't harm the patients, blah, blah, blah. Nothing is uh, proven more official than not harming the patients. Well, I mean, what, what what's funny is my brother and I, and actually our whole crew was out in Denver the second week of March. We did a meet and greet at Wolf Pat Cannabis out there, a display great dispensary and we we did a meet and greet we took pictures we hugged we shook hands and uh i mean it was right in the middle of it and now my brother and i smoke a lot and i'm almost pushing 60 and i I never got one symptom i mean i can't believe i didn't come in contact with it now whether or not like i say that could be anecdotal or whatnot i've been smoking for 40 years who knows how my immune system is but I didn't have one day of feeling bad at all from that. Now, I wanted to point one thing out, though, also, is in looking at that story from Sports Illustrated, 
there, there was a story in there that I, I don't know when this was in your journey that the night before you were going to be inducted into the San Diego State Sports Hall of Fame, you considered jumping from a 15-story fire escape balcony. Yeah, you know, again. And yeah. then, and, 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 and this is anecdotal again, why we can't, why we can't use anecdotal evidence, right. I don't understand. I'm not a scientist, but the, but the story indicates that you had a joint with you. And after smoking that joint, suicide seemed idiotic. Yeah. And that saved your life. A goddamn joint saved your life. Yeah, it truly did. My God. Yeah, it did. Tell us about well, that. Well, you know, I was uh, I was living in Tennessee at the time, you know, and still, um, you know, cannabis use was, again, intermittent. It was here and there when I could get it. You know, we didn't couldn't travel with it and risk all of the, you know, things that would happen right. prior to a few years ago. Um, and, you know, I did here and there, you know, and hiding it as much as I could. But I got to San Diego and that's where I went to school. So my boys met me up. And, of course, I'm not going to smoke Tennessee weed when I can get California weed. I'm in the hotel and, um, you know, I'm by myself, uh, you know, it's a hall of fame induction, but yet still kind of just a weird time in life where, um, you know, I was still dealing with this bad brain injury, all the things that were going on with it and all these medications I was taking, uh, you know, to deal with it that, that, uh, I got suckered into. And um, my buddy shows up, went down the lobby, met him. He dropped me off a couple of bones. I go up to the you know room and, uh, you know, I step off outside to, to smoke it, man. And, you know, these uh, th- these thoughts were constant again and uh, uh, just at the forefront of my mind. And, uh, you know, it was uh, unfortunate I was in that scenario, uh, you know, being in, in these uh, environments. And I went out on, a you know, the, the fire escape at that you know, height. I mean, uh, and, and it was very real. It was, uh, it was a real surreal moment. Um, you know, and, and, and just the time of my life where I, I just felt so detached from who I was, um, you know, and what was going on with me. And, and, uh, if it wasn't for, you know, going out there and then having that, you know, joint with me to, um, you know, use that and, and finally get my mind back to where I was, you know, you snap out of it and you're just, you're not right, you're not right. just sitting in a hotel room anymore uh contemplating these ridiculous notions uh, uh you know i haven't I mean, thought of that since you? i got away from all those that's pills. awesome yeah praise god, god that's beautiful it. but i mean what's crazy is that and this is probably in every sport but and you see it in the movies is that in in a quote from the sports illustrated article you quote pain pills were just being handed out it was almost encouraged if you want to if you won an away game, you get on the plane with your two beers in your pocket and they would walk down and give you anything you want. Yeah. That's just insane. Well, like that candy. was, the, that was what insane. it was. You know, the industry, uh, the pharmaceutical industry had it. its uh, just an open market. I mean, they flooded the market, just flooded it with pills. I, I mean, at one point in time, I, I had uh, 5,000 Vicodin in my safe that I purchased from a, do- I purchased Jeez. from a doctor, oh my. you know, that wasn't. God. It didn't, it didn't no, have wow. uh, any, a worry in the world uh, of taking my cash and trading me those pills. Um, you know, Jesus. 
like a death. So, Kyle, let me ask you, Kyle. Do you think the trainers will now have cannabis in the training room, in the you know locker when you're getting taped up, or after the game when you're icing, put some tinksters in the mouth as well, and some rub downs? Do you think that's going to? Um, yeah, I do, point? and, and um, you know, I, I hopefully don't get, have wasted product because I'm I plan on sending boxes of it around to every NFL team. <laughs> um, you know, and, I, and I've got great that's connections that's still great. in these locker rooms, and uh, um, now that the NFL's dropped this. Uh, I, I, you know, the trainers that I speak to, um, uh, you know, all of the doctors that they can't wait to, to start applying this. Now, let me ask you this, Kyle. I, I looked over a little bit at the uh, at the at the new players agreement. And what I found here was it said, like you said, the NFL will not punish players for a positive test within a two week period of training camp. Then it goes on to say and this is what I'm, I'm confused on. Maybe you can help us. Recommendations by a board of medical professionals will be made for players in need of treatment instead of facing discipline. Are they saying treatment to get off of weed or treatment instead of treatment with cannabis instead of opiates? Yeah, no, again, I think, um, you know, they want to understand this. They want to understand why you're using this, how you're using this. You know, I've had extensive meetings with these people um, because, uh, again, I'm not going away. I'm going to your door. <laughs> if I have a problem with you, right. I'm coming to your house right. <laughs> and, and we're going to resolve it, you know, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And I mean, again, I, I'm not, not coming with uh, I'm here to beat you up. I'm here to help you. And and so, um, you know, they respect that and they respect my perseverance and more so what they've seen. Uh, they can't deny this. You know, I, I've got some of these doctors that oversaw my situation in my cognitive state uh, in dealing with these, you know, issues that I was having are on these NFL medical boards. And uh, they are very impressed with what they've seen in me and in the, the entire player community. I mean, our suicide rates have dropped, almost gone. I mean, p- players are are having another opportunity to have something else at a chance and it's working. Um, you know, dealing with injury as far as uh, the anti-inflammatory uh, opportunity in cannabis is something that these guys are really excited about from what I'm hearing. And, um, uh, you know, again, there's a lot of young blood in, in these teams now uh, on these training staffs and in the medical rooms. Uh, and, and they're progressive towards this. They, they, they're just their hands are tied. Um, and they uh, once they understand this and how fast it can get players back on the field, um you know, it's, it's over. <laughs> and so I, I do know that what they're saying is, is that they just want to understand why you're using this and how they can help you, uh, you know, become a better person. If they have a person like me test positive for marijuana now um, that can sit in front of them and go, yeah, I smoke 10 joints a day. Um, I use CBD all day and I use Rick Simpson oils at night. Yeah. Uh, the anti-inflammatory properties are far superior than naproxen or Vicodin or, you know, painkiller aspects that uh, these other mm-hmm. synthetics have. And, um, you know, I, am I, I'm not screwing up in practice. I'm the first guy there in the morning. Uh, I'm the motivator that your team needs. I don't think they're going to have a problem with that. I wouldn't think so either. That's why we're, we're talking to Kyle Turley right now, you guys, uh, a former NFL player and current activist entrepreneur. Go ahead, Mark. What were you going to say? No, I was going to uh, just say, Kyle, in reading uh, everything about you, I've noticed that, you know, you had this the rage stigma while you were playing and then you, you deal with the brain injuries. But it seemed that you're very conscious of 
the problems you were going through. Uh, like one of the things here mentioning that you, you stopped taking your kids to McDonald's to play because you were, you would get upset. I mean, talk about some of those things that you consciously didn't do because you were afraid. Well, you you know, that's just, you know, not trusting yourself, not trusting your ability to have control. And I, and I didn't have that, you know, under, under all those pharmaceuticals, you do not have control over your emotions. Those things are in control of your emotions. Um, And the side effects on those bottles are very real. So in going to places like McDonald's with your kids and somebody's, you know, some other kids in there bullying people and, you know, that other, their parents just uh, huffing down a bunch of chicken nuggets that the kid left on the table, you know, and not paying attention, <laughs> and then you just lose it, you know, and, and you start, and then once just you get you that off. that train rolling, um, it's it's not easy to come back uh, back to the station, if you will. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change things up a little bit. I'm gonna ask you this question right now: What does it mean? to go back to your hometown where you went to high school and be able to open a cannabis business such as Shango Marino Valley Retail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's, it's been an honor, you know, and an, an, a great opportunity. Um, you know, unfortunately they, they don't want me to go too, too much more into my associations because of COVID-19. Uh, right. you know, they're, they're one of the well, well, wait, wait. I'm going to interrupt. interrupt real quick, and I'm going to give a, a a statement that says Kyle is talking about COVID nineteen from his personal opinions. It has nothing to do with his cannabis store that he has started in Marino Valley. Our neuro XPF. Nothing about the company either. Yeah. Jeez. Kyle Kyle Turley's uh, experiences and expressions do not necessarily reflect those of Shango. Well, Kansas yeah, unfortunately. And that's, that's your lawyer speaking for you. Yeah, you got you got people that have, that feel they need to take that stance to save their business, and I get it, I guess. Um, you know, because the the, uh, the repercussions of it are you get these... There's a bunch of pussies. Well, you get these idiots out here that then start rallying around in the community and say, this is our chance to get rid of them, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm more of a team player and, uh, you know, this was, uh, as far as I was concerned, that's my job. I, I, I brought CNN to you. I bring you USA Today. I bring you all these uh, opportunities at media. I can't help that they want to focus on my message, <laughs> you know. Uh, so right. The, right. The, uh, it's unfortunate I can't, tr- you know, truly promote more on that end. Uh, but I'm a, I work with all these shops out here. Um, you know, Empire Gardens, another one. Strains out here in, in Paris. Um, uh, Green America, great dispensary out here. Uh, uh, Green Kong, I mean, the West Side Collective out here. I see your guys' products out here. Um, you know, I, I support all these shops. Uh, you know, when I'm in these city council meetings, I'm not just fighting for my interests. Um, you know, my interest was to bring a group that could showcase um, something that could shut up all these idiots in these city councils. Um, and now that's done. I, my heart is in these, you know, run down. There's you know, a lot of idiots in there. Geez, a lot. A of, lot. Yeah, I'm Kyle, sorry to say. Kyle, Troy, you talk. Go ahead, go ahead, Mark or Craig. I, I was going to say I've sat in on a lot of city council meetings for clients and getting conditional use permits. Oh my god! Nightmare. You bang oh yourself. Oh my god! Bang your head it's against of, the wall. It, it, no, I had to. I had to leave a few of those and go outside and smoke a joint. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> so, you wouldn't, so you wouldn't kill yourself. I had some of the most asinine questions. I won't say what city, but I've had some of the most asinine Everyone. questions asked. They're all the same. Council means, oh yeah. my God, it's insane. It's just, it really, it really is a shame. But I think we're getting there. I think we're starting slowly. I mean, we had a great young politician on last show, and he's actually a Republican, maybe more independent, but he's on his website for his campaign. He's listing cannabis legalization. And not, this is out in Florida, yeah, District not, 19. Not, Chris, not and this, this is Kyle's opinion because, Kyle, we've been arguing on the show, and Mark Wasserman, <laughs> little brother, has been saying he does not think that cannabis will go federally legal. Ever. Of course, Blue, myself, and big brother, Craig Wasserman, we all think it is. Do you think it's going to be Trump or Biden that makes it happen, or do you think you know the feds will just never let it happen? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that uh... – you know, they're, it's going to happen unless the people demand it. I mean, it right now, I mean, that's the whole rally cry, you know, in, in this whole. No, you know what? what I'm I'm I gonna, said. I'm gonna, wait, I'm going to interrupt real quick, though. There, I don't know if it was before the last uh, show we had, but there was a, there's a case pending right now from a company suing the DEA. And I think it might be the Marvin Washington lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And it's being revived. The federal appeals court sending it back to the lower level to find, to make the DEA. Cause what happens is the DEA, when you file an application with the DEA, they sit on it for nine years here. We have in this lawsuit. That's why I think it's the Marvin Washington one. Cause I, I didn't see his name, but they have the little girl who needs it as part of one of the plaintiffs and it's exigency of the circumstances. We need this done. Now this girl's life is at stake. And what the, what the, Federal Appeals Court did, which is unheard of, is retained jurisdiction. Normally, they just send it back to the lower court and say, okay, decide. But they actually withheld jurisdiction. And if the DEA doesn't take action, I think the federal court might. So we might be closer than we think. Well, you guys, you guys understand. The game. Good luck. You guys know the game. You guys are attorneys, and um, you guys know that these courtrooms are run uh, not in these courtrooms. And at the end of the day, there are certain things. If you understand the game and how it's played, that if enough people rallied right now, if the cannabis community would come together like Jack Herrera brought the cannabis community together back in the day and marched on Washington, if all these people that you know want to be free and out of their homes right now uh, would understand the implications here and how that can be done and achieved through dropping Schedule 1 status on cannabis, you're going to have legalization within the first year of these studies exposing the truth behind this as a medicine um, because of the demand for people to get rid of these uh, harmful opiates in their communities because of the evidence they'll see. Uh, President Trump can sign that tomorrow. It is something that he has the power to do. And uh, I don't know if we need to go to uh, Kanye West or Kim Kardashian or... <laughs> they have his ear. Well, you, you know, know what? I'm getting you personally know, you ready know to go throw a football helmet well, over the White House fence. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you know what? Tell us when. We'll be there with you. You know, well, it's, well, it's well, funny though. You well, let's well, go. Well, Who's well, got the private well, jet? Let's go. I got a, uh, a football helmet. I'll give the Donald nice. Trump. And let's fly there and say, show up to the gates like Elvis did and say, hey, let's do this and get you know, it what's done. Unfortunate, yeah. What's, what's oh. unfortunate, though, is that we've had Dana Rohrbacher on our show. 
We've had now. This is a good one. Roger Stone, who was uh-huh. for cannabis, trying to change it. Dana Rohrbacher, huge advocate for let states do what they want to do with cannabis. They both had the ear of the president. The president said before he got elected, let it be up to the states. And what does he do? Nothing. Right. He does nothing. And the in the last in the last in the last budget, he wanted to take out the the old Warbacher Farm Amendment. He yeah. wanted to take out the amendment that saves the states who have legal marijuana from federal prosecution. So I don't get it. He's going backwards That's, on that. Yeah, you can't, leave it up to, you can't leave it up to the states. This this is a national conversation. This is this is medicinal. The whole, you know, recreational had to pass um, just so that these people can now get in and get their business hands dirty and now have a, some skin in the game. Guys like John Boehner and all these other politicians. Right. Um, uh, and in California and people like Gavin Newsom and all these others that have interests now in cannabis companies because of the recreational aspect of it but this is a medicine and um you know this is not a a state's this should not be a state decision this is about health care and uh until people truly stand up for that and what prop 215 stood for um then we are not going anywhere they are never going to allow this to get where it needs to go kyle before we go to break and come back with the high five we've mentioned the helmet story a few times and i actually last night was on the phone with one of my boys a former fullback actually of the saints mike carney i don't know if you know him he said oh, you yeah, guys big yeah big mike talking to him when he goes man i remember being in college uh, out in uh, arizona and watching this dude toss a helmet like 50 yards and said this guy is a badass tell everybody which you reminded me of that story, and i remember watching it as well when you played the jets tell everybody the story and the scenario of that well, you know, again, uh, not having control <laughs> and uh, you know, being in these scenarios where you're in an NFL football game, your whole your whole career has been predicated on defending people. And you see one of your teammates being unbelievably accosted. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, the fight or flight scenario takes place. Um, at the end of the day, it was trying to defend a, a teammate, uh, took it a little too far and didn't make a right decision at the end. Uh, some say I did. And, you know, in many ways, I agree with that. Um, my job was to protect people. And if we would have won the game, I would have been the hero. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> we lost. And, uh, you know, it, it goes down in history. It sure does. When we, when we come back, we're going to do the high five with Kyle, with Kyle Turley. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. It's Mark Wasserman with my big brother, Craig Wasserman, Pop Brothers at Law, Blue and Joe Grande. And with our very special guest today, Kyle Turley, we have reached the time of the show. We want to give our very special thanks to our producer, Elvis, our social media director, Jennifer, Beth Ann, Sophia, and David Wasserman at iHeart for helping us get this podcast up and out to the world. And a very special shout out to Big Boy. Big Boy. Because he deserves it. And everyone who has supported Cannabis Talk 101, we truly do appreciate you. And now it's time for the high five. Joe, bring us in. High five with former NFL and country star Kyle Turley, cannabis activist and entrepreneur. Now, Kyle, you got to answer these questions honest. Here you go. How old were you the first time you smoked weed, and where did you get it from? Um, I was probably 22 years old, my second year in the NFL, uh, and I got it from a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> oh, can we drop names? Who was it? <laughs> I don't want to drop names on that. You know, I've I've done that in the past. The guys aren't too happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you just say you smoke. Leave our damn name out of yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, dude, I'm a fireman, man. You can't say that. <laughs> all right, Kyle. All right, all right, all right. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Ah, uh, smoke, man. Uh, you know, again, when you find your strain, uh, there there is nothing like it. Uh, those out there that have done that know exactly what I'm talking about. So I wake up every morning and uh, I give thanks by blowing it in the sky, brother. All right. We are here with Kyle Turley, cannabis activist, entrepreneur, and advocate with the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. Question number three, Kyle, what is the craziest place you ever smoked cannabis? Wow. Craziest place I ever smoked cannabis. I'll tell you the craziest place I, I wish I would have been able to smoke cannabis. And that was in the cloakroom uh, in the, the Capitol building. I got invited to D.C. to do some lobbying. And I'm sitting in this side room because these guys want to, you know, parade me around because I'm this NFL football player. Uh, and they say, hey, let's go. Okay, we'll want to bring you in the cloakroom. And uh, th this is basically a locker room uh, lounge right on the outside. It's got a revolving door that you go in and you're in there and you look and this door goes in and out of the main Capitol building uh, meeting hall uh, where all of this important uh, stuff happens in, in America as far as decisions are made. Uh, politically. And this is a room probably the size of a 40 foot shipping container. And it's got leather couches in it. And in one corner, there's literally a bar with a bartender. And everybody's in there smoking cigarettes and drinking no scotch and whiskey. And uh, I couldn't believe what I saw. And uh, I, I you know, left my briefcase uh, wow. you know, back uh, in uh, this person's office. And I had a joint in there. <laughs> 
And I would have totally lit that thing up and I'm trying so hard. Maybe these people will uh, listen to the Pop Brothers of Law and ho or hopefully they won't. And I'll have another opportunity and I will be ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Um, go-to munchies after I get high. You know what? I, I've Again, you find your strains and, th and that doesn't happen, it seems. Uh, but the weed that, that every now and then you get some good fire OG at night and uh, I do get the munchies man and it's it goes back to sugar cereals of course i don't eat them anymore as a grown-up and so <laughs> i go raid the the pantry for fruity pebbles and captain crunch <laughs> <laughs> what do we get the kids what do they have in yeah. there <laughs> are, you, are you eating it dry or milk <laughs> no milk of course oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, almond milk almond milk. all right all right almond milk. Almond milk. There you go. <laughs> keep it healthy healthy nope, with all that sugar <laughs> all that dairy. number five yeah. number five if you could smoke cannabis with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Wow, dead or alive, man. Uh, you know, obviously Jesus at number one. Amen. And number two is Bob Marley. Um, I mean, you know, to understand uh, what was going on in those two minds alone, um, you know, and and the answers that they had from seeing the world through their eyes, uh, I think is something that I could have uh, learned a great deal from. Um, I had a tremendous opportunity to smoke marijuana with a lot of cool people. And, um, you know, it, it's always been a good time and I, I can't imagine having that opportunity to be able to sit down and hopefully one day that'll happen. Uh, at least that's what my heaven looks like. Uh, I'll be receiving a nice warm cup of coffee and sit down and smoke a blunt. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Those are good ones. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I got to say though, I did get to smoke a joint with Damian Martin. Awesome. That was awesome. awesome. How close? You can't get much closer to Bob. I mean, one of his son is good. That's Kyle Trilly with the high five. Uh, Kyle, before we let you go, I, you've mentioned finding your strains and you use your strains. Can you explain to everybody what your regimen is? I know you use oils, and I hear you say this in this conversation. What have you figured out for you that I'm sure everybody else needs to figure out for themselves, but what works for Kyle and what strains are you smoking that help you the best? Um, on the sativa side, that's where I've really found true medicinal value. Uh, it, it deals with uh, light sensitivity, uh, very good for the eyes. Uh, the sativa strains, if you've got any eye issues, I had severe light sensitivity uh, diagnosed with photophobia, I had to wear sunglasses constantly. I have pairs of sunglasses that, you know, were prescription were thousands of dollars just sitting around now because of the resolutions I've had using these certain sativa strains. Uh, Jack Herrera for me is the number one, uh, you know, cerebrally uh, and, and in these issues dealing with, uh, you know, the traumatic brain injury scenario and, and the, all the symptoms from that, uh, these sativa strains seem to have, uh, a better impact on myself. Um, uh, but in, in real issues, and I've tested these out with other people, these sativa strains can help with things dealing with your eyes, um, uh, especially uh, ocular pressure. Um, anyone with glaucoma, all of these types of issues, uh, they've been being prescribed these hard sativa strains for years for these diseases. Um, and that's very real. Uh, down to the indica strains, uh, if you've got a lung issue, I mean, COVID-19 right now, go smoke some fire OG, get rid of it tonight. Um, is dealing with the lungs. I've found these indica strains are unbelievably medicinal for the lungs. Anytime I get a lung issue, something's going on, who knows, you know, uh, I smoke all day. Of course, 
but I think more so has to do with what we're breathing in general in the air. Um, and when these things happen, I, I just go hit some OG Kush, man, it's gone. Um, the sativa strains don't seem to have the same impact on uh, lung function as these indica strains for whatever reason. Um, and then on down to CBD, especially uh, from hemp, and the opportunity because of the isolate process of getting down to just true CBD, full spectrum is great, but when you understand the power of CBD alone and its isolated extraction um, and what that does, and you're a smoker and, and you have your strains and THC and you use different oils and things, uh, CBD from hemp and a premium source is uh, undeniable and how that can benefit you and anxiety and stress and just overall mood. Um, and it doesn't disrupt your uh, strain profiles, it seems. That's my experience. And then I started the process of using Rick Simpson oils uh, about a year ago, and I had severe neuropathy in my legs and plantar fasciitis in my feet from you know playing sports. And um, uh, it went away, just totally disappeared within two and a half months of getting on a Rick Simpson oil treatment at night, uh, listening and watching to his videos on YouTube and implementing the process that he uses on these cancer patients towards any disease. I, 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 my experience now with the neuropathy has been, and plantar fasciitis has been undeniable um, on how this can now just be so applied to any other disease, uh, you know, to my wife's skin cancers that we just put some of that on a bandaid and put it on when she gets one, which she hasn't had now in the last two years, she hasn't had uh, any more. Um, but early on, we started putting those on there and band-aids and skin cancers will disappear within a week. If you just keep applying this and putting it on a bandaid, uh, if you have skin cancer, um, you know, put some high concentrate THC oil on a bandaid, put it over that and let it stay there for days readdress it if you go and swim in or shower and then put a new one on there and keep applying that it, it will disappear you won't have to get these things cut out of your body anymore um that's i've truly been witness to that and then i haven't been sick in over six years now i have not been sick you know every now and then you feel a little down and you know we were talking earlier some people we all likely have already had covid19 but our immune systems are so strong and our bodies are so strong because of the cannabis that we use uh, that we've already built these antibodies to this. Um, and, you know, that's the message that I, I truly want to you know, leave out there is that if you search for the medicinal properties in cannabis, you can enjoy it like a recreational person typically would and uh, just receive tremendous medicinal benefit. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's why I've been so healthy over the years because I've got the best West Coast cure hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hard, hardcore OG. That got me over yeah. it. I know I was sick. Man, I think that I, I don't get sick either, brother. I mean, I, I don't get it. And uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Joe, what do you got to say? Kyle Trilly, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Uh, on behalf of Brew, he sends you his love and hugs as he couldn't join us today, but he wanted us to make sure that we told you that he sends you all his love. And just thank you very much for uh, joining us. And for people that want to follow him, he's at Kyle underscore Turley, and that's K-Y-L-E underscore T-U-R-L-E-Y. Um, coming up next week, you guys, I want to shout out our, in a few weeks, we're going to have a CRX magazine. We're going to be speaking to an author, Bonnie Johnson, to discuss anxiety and cannabis as she has a feature in the new CRX Spring Edition. They also have us, Cannabis Talk 101 in the magazine, but they have all kinds of great stories in there. I've been reading some of the things from there from cannabis and treating uh, PTSD, as Kyle, of course, can say it works great for 
football players and everybody else, common anxiety with CBD and uh, yoga and cannabis, all that great stuff. The new edition of CRX Magazine. You can go to it online, crxmag.com. And also, who else do we have coming up, Mark? We have Stormy Simon, CEO of High Times Magazine. And we also are going to be interviewing the illustrious Dr. Dina of OzWeHo. Exactly. So thank you very much, Kyle, for joining us. And you have a great rest of your day, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. Can't wait to get out of this uh, scenario and get in the studio with y'all. Absolutely. No doubt. It's Cannabis Talk 101. If nobody else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.